Good morning. I'm Julie Pastrick, President and CEO of the Greater Flagstaff Chamber of Commerce, and you're listening to Chamber Biz Buzz, a weekly radio behind-the-scenes tour of local nonprofits, businesses you know, some that are new, some you don't know. It's really so much fun for me to sit in with you. Today is no exception. With us today, during the holiday season, is CEO Ethan Amos with Flagstaff Family Food Center. Ethan, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to share the story of Flagstaff Family Food Center. Tell us a little bit about how it got started with George McCullough, a very storied name in Flagstaff. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite a legacy that's come from Mr. McCullough back in the early 90s. He was just a philanthropist, a businessman who had a lot of success, but wanted to share that. And one of the many ways he shared it was, you know, he'd be walking downtown and if he seen a person who had maybe experienced homelessness or was having a hard time, he would hand out his business card. Yeah. And that business card, yeah, would go over to Grand Canyon Cafe and they could get a free meal. So he set up with Tina Wong. Anytime someone brought in a business card, um, it would add to his tab and he would come in and square up the bill at the end of the month. So it's really cool how he started that. He had done that for years before starting the food center, but he had always seen the value of food and making sure that people had access to food and I think one day he just realized he wanted to do more and so he started the Flagstaff Family Food Center. 1991? 1991. Mm And he had started up beneath his church, whichever church that was, in the basement at least, Mm -hmm. where they would cook up food and they eventually transitioned to the center, which was the old Christmas tree cafe, I think, or the Christmas tree restaurant. Mm -hmm. And since then we've been serving hot meals every day for 30 years, and that's just one of our programs that we have. I just love it. It just absolutely warms my heart that there would be one individual that in his lifetime never knew how many people he'd affect. Right, And how he would change your life for so many. It really just takes one of us, ladies and gentlemen. So Ethan Amos with Flagstaff Family Food Center. What a big heart to be helping local families through hunger relief and children's literacy programs. You coordinate with volunteers. So I think let's first talk about if somebody wants to volunteer and what services you need from them and incorporate into that, Ethan, hours of operation. Sure. Yeah. You know, so for me, the uh, conversation around volunteers, I was just, just gives me goosebumps every time because there are people out there who on their free time come to the food center and help prepare meals and help load food boxes. Some of this is labor intensive, and they do it on a regular basis. There's some first-timers who come out and just, you know, it's their way of figuring out fun activities in Flagstaff. So I always appreciate that population of people. Mm-hmm. And then our regulars who come and see themselves as a part of the mission, and we value them. We run on 50 to 60 volunteers a day, depending on which programs are open. Mm-hmm. And so if anyone wants to sign up and become a part of uh, get in our volunteer pool, you can go to hotfood. .org. We make it real easy to remember. Hotfood.org. Yep. And if you're in a nonprofit and you have community service requirements, try Family Food Center. I've been there many times serving, and it is, it's life-changing sometimes yeah. when you see how humble and grateful that someone yeah. is for a hot meal. We take it for granted if we don't have to be in the line to those that are serving and distributing food to others. So, Ethan, what do you think is some of the more pressing need? It's winter, it's cold, 
what do we want to have our volunteers in your center tell everybody about right now? We're just past Christmas. Yes. Yeah, so um, I started about 20 months ago or so. And when I started, they said, oh, you know, the summer's the busy time. And it was really busy, just incredibly busy. And then the holiday season came. They said, oh, yeah, the holidays are super busy. And uh, they were right. Sure was. And then uh, January and February, March came, and we were we hadn't let down any. We had continued to be busy, and they said, "Oh yeah, you know it's a, it's a a weird year. It's just super busy." So I got to say, the busyness has never stopped. The need and, has grown. It's there. There isn't a season for right. hunger. There just isn't. Unfortunately, there isn't a season. There's not a regular face for hunger. Hunger just creeps up on anyone. And and now the new face of hunger is a, a single mom who's working two or three jobs, and so. That really opens the door in terms of who comes to us. We've had many people come to us for the first time. So to answer that question about, you know, what is needed, I would say that during the summertime, we have a lot of NAU students who leave and the need increases in the summer. So I'd say if you are part of a corporation or if you have a group of friends that are volunteering, maybe you can plan now for the summer and and get a day going where you Mm -hmm. can work together and and, and, um, hand out food boxes. Now, right now, we have a heavy push for finances. We're really trying to push our fundraising. Fundraising. Always, always you can send a check to Flagstaff Family Food Center. And I think we should tell everybody, Ethan, from Flagstaff Family Food Center that the the center actually did merge with the Northern Arizona Food Bank in 2013. So that's where the name came from because of the food bank and the kitchen. So there's a warehouse and there's the serving area, but that also widened your scope of services. And I think it's super important to talk about emergency family food boxes because some people have no idea where to turn. And some of you know who those people are. So listen to this. Yeah, for sure. So we have a food box program that is focused on on getting food, rescuing food from the surplus of farms, grocery stores. You know, grocery stores stop selling food after a certain day, but that food's still good. It is still good. Yeah. So we rescue almost a million pounds of food a year at our local grocery stores and hand that out to our community members. So it feels very Robin Hood-ish and we enjoy it and (laughs) it's fun. As far as the how do you qualify for an emergency food box if you're a family and something just happened and you got to eat, you got to feed the kids? Yes. Yeah, so our programs are all self-disclosure. So if you identify, find yourself in a situation where you could use some help, come on by. We will, for some of our programs, get some information about who you are so that we ensure to spread the resources. But our kitchen program, we don't ask any questions. So if you're in need, we encourage you to come by and, and get food at 1903 North 2nd Street for a hot meal or a sack lunch, and then over at 3805 for a... Huntington. On Huntington. That's right. I always say second and second. You can't get lost if you're looking for second and second. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, right next it's, to it's been there for a long time. We don't have much time, but briefly, what is the Kids Literacy Programs about? And let's talk about launching the Capital Campaign. So the Kids Literacy Program right now is on hold. The pandemic derailed a lot of nonprofit programs. Unfortunately, our Kids Literacy Program was one of them. We're revamping it right now to figure out how we can meet the need just because kids aren't coming. And to me, that is mostly because the need is being met elsewhere. And we're figuring out how we can be effective and and serve people where they need. So hopefully some announcements will come pretty soon. Okay. And you have a summit, an anti-Arizona anti-hunger summit in May coming up. And that's months away, but still 
being hosted by Flagstaff Family Food Center. Sure. Yeah, so we're shifting gears how we look at hunger. In the past, we could say, oh, we served 6,000 food boxes in a month. Yay, wonderful us, pat us on the back. But now we're serving 8,000, 8,500 food boxes. Last year, we served 335,000 meals. This year, we're on pace to serve 430,000 meals. And so it just increases. At some point, we stop getting excited about it. And we're tired of it going up because it's a reflection of how our community is doing. So the anti-hunger approach is us at the food center getting our boots on the ground and saying, what can we do in the community to bring that number back down? Because we're not boastful about it going up anymore. No, no one is. Right. And so the summit is really focused on centering our strategies around the anti-hunger approach as opposed to only hunger relief. Mm -hmm. So it's a more holistic, all-encompassing approach to ending hunger as a community. Mm -hmm. I love that. And God bless all of you for recognizing that. And just constantly, you have to shift as society shifts. No one wants to close the door and someone is out there cold and hungry. And I know you don't do that. And I know that it takes a lot to make it happen. So ladies and gentlemen, you know, at this time of the year, think about being a volunteer. You don't have to do anything. You could do an hour over lunch. You can do two hours to help prepare some of the food. It really fits into your life to help someone else's life. And Ethan, we can't thank you enough at Flagstaff Family Food Center. How can our listeners learn more? We are on Huntington Drive and we're on second and second for the food kitchen. How can they learn more about you and some of the things coming up in the new year ahead? You can find everything at hotfood.org or our social media. You can search Flagstaff Family Food Center. We're going to launch a capital campaign here just because you can imagine the increased need and the expansion and scaling of our programs has caused a lot of strain on our current infrastructure. And we got old vehicles, we got old buildings that we're trying to use to keep up with the need. And so that'll be our focus for the next year. Love it. Well, blessings in the next year, and thank thank you you for everything you do. Keep it up. You're a treasure, and you're so much needed, and we appreciate you gave your time to the Chamber's Biz Buzz so we can open the door to a lot of listeners about your mission. Thank you so much. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and Happy New Year to you, and this has been just a crazy year of so many wonderful talks with you about people that you maybe knew, maybe you don't, but now you know them after Chamber Biz Buzz. We're so grateful to sit in with you, and the Chamber is so happy to play a role in the community to make all of our lives better. Happy New Year, and I'll see you on the radio. You've been listening to the Chamber Biz Buzz Show, brought to you by the Greater Flagstaff Chamber of Commerce. Today's show has been edited and produced by Clay McCausland with Great Circle Media. We'll see you next time on the radio.